to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh hey, hey, if you are obedient you are calling the bible alaba shake bredo so kodo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing the light if the light goes on it's not enough it's not enough for the light to go on the bible says the light shine No, my life will not just go on. It's not enough that you cleared. You have to be excellent. Your life, no, 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 it's, it's not enough that you do before. And he has put all things under his side, under his side, at arm's length. Where has he put them? Somebody shout it under my feet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to God. Now, we 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 we, we it's good to see you all by the way. How is the movie? There are some of you who are late so you have to watch it again. So I want to thank you all and appreciate your input in different ways. Um I'm so blessed to have heard I mean to have seen you come turn out in your numbers. It's amazing what God is doing in your day. It's amazing. Uh what God is doing in your day. It's amazing what God is doing in your day. Mhm. I'll tell you something. And I'm going to I'm going to say this not to mean it in a proud way because I've never I've never really said this very publicly but when God said when God told us we are for signs and wonders there are things that God is going to be doing in the end time church. There's wealth that is coming that has never been seen before. I mean there are meetings that are going to be seen that have never been seen before. But some of these things that God is beginning to see us to watch us do. God is using us as signs and wonders for the body of Christ. Because there are a lot many people and other ministries that will be doing these things. And even greater. But there's something that God is doing in these last days. So we must be uh, alert to what God is doing. We are signs and we are for signs to Israel. We are for signs to our brethren. And it's a privilege. Hallelujah. Sometimes the sign is not as good as the destination. So there are great things that we are going to begin seeing in the body of Christ. And we've been privileged to be given to play this role and we will play it to the best level grace we've been given. Okay. So 
We've been looking at the five. We've been looking at the five um, secrets to long life. I mean, if there are some ones you should pay attention to, this is one of them. Like, I know there are people who just don't pay attention to sermons. But there are some sermons which you should... Mm, Remember how people used to pay attention when they hear, this leakage is OG. They were like, pay attention. Now, what more the word of God? Because some people have had to repent over the leakage they used. But, you see, this is the word of God. So you should pay even more attention. Hallelujah. Because of the nature of the word you are receiving. Can you imagine you are about to listen to a word that teaches you how to live long? At the back, can you hear me? Those at the back just wave at me. Beautiful, beautiful. Our neighbors are loud today. I've never heard them this much. We need to buy new speakers. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We just need our own venue. I remember this used to happen a lot at Onza where you want to start preaching, then your neighbors, now the glory has come. Oh, there are those songs. Then afterwards, they have to start Mama Yoyo. And you know who Mama Yoyo is? You have to like go crazy for the Lord. And they are painters also. So Mama Yoyo, oh. And then you are there. You have to avoid getting offended because your friends are also worshiping your God. Although you know, it's you, you even get louder. So, maybe the Lord is calling us to our own venue. Yeah. How many believe that? Yeah, the Lord is calling us to our own venue. Yeah. Now, we said number one, key to long life. What was it? <laughs> what was it? Good. That sounds clearer now. Number two. Honor. Say it again. Honor. It's not honor. <laughs> <laughs> Our Tonga sisters. <laughs> I heard someone, honor. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That I in honor. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> okay. So that's important. And on honor, I spent time on it because I also talked about the first fruit. How many understood it? How many remember that I talked about first fruit? The rest of you were not in church or you were not understand. How many remember that I touched on first fruit? Oh, holiday. So, I talked about honor and I talked about how it's linked to the first fruit. Now, for those that are preparing their first fruit, here's the other thing I can tell you. What I can tell you is what the word of God, what the revelation of the word of God teaches us is, is first fruit is also timely. I taught you that, right? Because when you read in the Bible, you find that there was a guy who was supposed to give first fruit, but he gave his offering because he was not ready. Maybe because he had. So when God gave 
received his offering instead of his first fruit, God did not respect his offering. So the thing with, off with the first fruit is it's time sensitive. Are you listening to me? It's time sensitive. Normally, I don't receive from people when they knew they were supposed to give. And then they say, can I do it this month? I'm like, I just died. Because as a church, we don't want to get something that will not benefit you. So, by last year, you should have sorted out your pressures. So that if you're not ready to give, you give the next year. But this year, you can just like part tithe and partner. Because some people now feel shy. They even withhold their tithe. Now you're being robbed on both sides. <laughs> okay? But there's obviously situations like, oh, I didn't get paid. That's understandable. Or oh, I didn't get a job in that month. I got it two months later, but I still want to do it. That's understandable. You understand the dynamics, eh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the issue of, I've got to take a pressure. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So we talked about honor. Honoring parents, remember? That's important. What was the third one we talked about? Right confessions. You have to know how to talk correctly. It matters how you talk. You can't just be talking anyhow. I remember I remember I was walking about in, in Chawama some time back. People were not wearing masks for COVID nineteen. They are so careless. Now I don't know, but God probably preserves them. But then again, when I asked why you don't, they don't wear, it's like, they're like, ah, whether it catches us or not, they don't care. Like, it can catch me, it cannot catch me. If it has, if it has caught me, I'd catch it. If it has caught me, <laughs> if it has caught me, then some people say, then it was written. <laughs> Ever heard people like that? Yeah. <laughs> They only, no one asks them, Chin -shi. Vani. If it was mine, it will come to me. It was meant to be. If it doesn't come to me, it wasn't mine. Okay, brother. Keep praying about her. Now, so we learned the power of right confessions. Those are very important. Okay? I went into detail. Now, today I'm going to look at the, 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 the number what? Really? I said five, right? And I looked at? Okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Let me look at, let me look at the fourth one. The fourth one is bodily exercise. Keeping yourself fit. Keeping yourself healthy. This is like the last, last one, but let me take, talk about it now because it doesn't take long. The Bible says, exercise profiteth little. So there's profit. Now let me tell you this. Listen to me. The way that God created the human, the human being, the human being is not like, there are many creatures God created, but God also created the human being. 
And there's a way that God created the human being. The human being was created with a spirit, a soul, and a body. That's how the human being was created. A human being must have a body. This is why people will be resurrecting and they'll be coming out of their graves. If they didn't need their bodies, if they didn't need their bodies, then they wouldn't have been talking about resurrection because we'd have already gone to heaven, but people will be coming out of their graves. Someone asks, oh, what if they are just remaining dust? Didn't God make them out of dust? They will still come out from their dust particles. A human being was created to have a body. That's how you were made. You've become so one with your body that when you, when you don't have it, let me, according to the Bible, Peter calls it nakedness. It says to put out this stent. So when you don't have a body, it's like you're naked. Because something about you has been taken away. That's why going to heaven after we leave this earth is not our final destination. When Jesus Christ died, he was buried. But when he resurrected, he had his body. And as we speak now, we've got a human being with a body in the Godhead. He's got, he, Jesus Christ can eat. He can feed. He has a body. He can feel when you touch him. He's not a spirit. Jesus is not a spirit. He's a human being. And he is a type of what we are to be. He's a reflection of what we are to be in our glorified bodies. And that glorified body can go through wars because Jesus Christ could go through wars. It was glorious. And the Bible gives us inklings because the Bible says, if the spirit which raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in our mortal bodies, he shall revitalize. That's not on resurrection. That means the spirit gives life consistently. That's why sometimes you have to learn some of these spiritual things. You're not feeling well in the chest. You start, you are staring up the spirit. You are staring at, you are pulling something from the spirit of God into your body. There's a way things work. You can't just be saying, you have to learn to talk. The New Testament is not just about salvation. It's the nature of life that salvation imparted to us. There's a nature of life. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 45, the first Adam was a living soul. But the second Adam is a life-giving spirit. And it says, so even are those who are after his image. We're not just living. We're not just managers like the first Adam. We're like the second Adam. He's a life-giving spirit. And there are things you begin training your spirit to do. You begin training your spirit to do certain things. Are you listening to me? You, you begin training your spirit. You are a quickening spirit, a life-giving spirit. You don't always, every, every time you need something, like medicine, medicine. If you're going to drink that medicine, let it at least be a point of contact for your faith because you believe God is going to heal you even as you drink the medication. But you believe in the name of Jesus. The Bible says they shall lay their hands on the sick and the sick shall be healed. That means in your hands, something comes out of your hands. The Bible is not talking about men of God. Are you listening to me? There's a life within you. The Bible says, those who receive the Holy Spirit, it says, out of them shall flow, not rivers of stagnant water. It says, rivers of living water, life will flow out of them. It's gushing. I remember one time I was so drunk on this revelation in Kasama. I was just young. I was about 18. <laughs> 18 is young. So I was 18. And I found this woman, she had fallen. Everybody was panicking. And I was meditating on this scripture. And it was at the hospital. And I went to her. I moved everybody. And I put my hand on her, and she got back. 
And everybody looked at me. And I raised the lady. And I said, go on thy way. It's a consciousness of the life that is within you. You are constantly conscious. That's why doing medicine would have not suited me. <laughs> I'm not saying those who do it, but you know, I just... We're going in on for surgery. Okay, can I just check on the patient? No, but the scan said, okay, just give me a minute. I don't want to go for surgery. I know I've got like a project this side. I need to go meet some believers. Heal! <laughs> oh, sorry, doc, can we just check? Check, ah! The thing was there. Hey? Oh, it's okay. Maybe you just misdiagnosed. You know these machines. Okay. Go. Then the patient is like, and I go and tell him, if you are you are going to Yes. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. So, it's a consciousness. Your back has been hurting for some time now. I'm tired. No. It will get tired. You will back. You will get tired. In the name of Jesus. Be strong. Shakaba. If you can lay hands on others and they can get you, you can lay hands on yourself. Kaparasato. I command this eye. Stop. In Jesus' name. Are you seeing how it works? It's a life. You need your body. The way we are created with our bodies. If you lose your body, you check out. You go. Yeah. You check out. So you need you take care of yourself. Hmm? You take care of your body, you take care of yourself. We are what we eat. Sometimes it's genes. But there's always a way to take care of yourself. You watch yourself. You watch your weight. You also watch your slimming. Some people just fast and fast and fast. And the world will not treat you well if you die fasting. They will spread it like butter on a sliced bread. They will spread it. Take care of yourself. Some people, the reason why they gain weight is the way they break their fasts. Instead of breaking your fast, you crush it. You bruise it. It will never forget you. (laughs) When people go back to the kitchen, you just pass through. They find things are empty. (laughs) You know what? You watch, you watch what you eat. Don't destroy your body. It's very important. You need it. You need to stay healthy. Sometimes, sometimes just put yourself on a diet. Not a diet to, to lose weight. You know, there's some of us, no matter what we do, we just don't gain. I know some of you are like, I'm not feeling attacked by this weight. <laughs> just in case some of you are concerned about me. No. Ask my wife. I eat. I eat the best way I can. 
just doesn't. And there are just times you don't know. You have no clue. I eat. But at least for the capacity that God has given me, maybe it's as far as it can go. People tell me, oh, when you marry, you, and my wife feeds me. And there are people like that. But just make sure, but ask, ask my wife, she'll tell you, I'm one of the most sensitive people when it comes to diet. She'll tell you, no, you don't eat this at night. I say this. There are times I don't eat certain things. I'd rather have fruits. Yeah, you don't go out there eating cake at zero two. You are just about to sleep. <laughs> Why is it getting tense? I'm sort of getting this message, Pastor. Digestion. Some of those things take long to digest. But fruits are quick to digest. That's why if you, don't, you don't have a habit of eating meat before you sleep. You eat, 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 eat. <laughs> or if you're going to eat meat late at night, stay up for some time. Because the rate of digestion when you're asleep is slower. Hey, doctors, am I speaking the truth? You've got to take care of your body. God needs it. Are you listening? God needs it. God needs it here. He needs it. Because when you lose it, you can't preach here. God needs your body. Okay? Yeah. So watch your fasting, watch your eating, watch your sleeping, watch your weight. No one should feel attacked. I've talked to everyone here. You need your body. There are some people who, and I can tell you, I can tell you ministers of the gospel who died because they never watched their diet. Yeah. There was one man of God that Prophet e, uh, Kenneth E. Hagen prophesied to. He said, watch yourself in how you treat people, your work towards ministry, and your diet. And he failed to watch his diet, and he died. Great man of God. Healing minister. Never watched his weight. I also know ministers who fasted to their death. Never took care of themselves. Yeah. I know, I know of a man, John Gilek. His wife, it is written, died of malnutrition. Because he was so focused on the work of God. But if you read about him, you'd be amazed at what he did in South Africa. Amazing work. But then the Bible also says you have to take care of your family. Because if you don't, you are worse than an unbeliever. That's what the Bible says. You've denied the faith. So you have a responsibility to take care of your family. Take care of yourself, okay? If you are able to, make sure you make a balanced diet. Not to say, when I tell my beans in it. I know this doesn't sound like the gospel to some of you, but it is. Because the Bible, the gospel says spirit, soul, and body. So the body is part of the gospel equation. Mm. That's what the Bible says. If you destroy your body, God will destroy you. 
Because it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can people even start suspecting you? At, you know those people who, who panda so that they should be smelling and they should not be wearing new clothes, but they are rich. You ever, you ever heard of that kind of nonsense? Like a temple of God. Hmm? It doesn't have to be super expensive. Just go to the modest towers. They will advise you. Hallelujah. Take care of yourself. You can't afford to lose your body. You need it. God needs it. That's how God created it. Even Jesus needed a body to work on this earth. As God as he was, he was called God the Word. But he needed to be in a body to operate on this earth. Otherwise, he was, not, he was going to be an illegal spirit if he came in, the, in his heavenly body. That's why we also expel demons. It's not just the authority. It's because they are illegal in this earth. That's why if God is going to release angels, it's because he has a portal. You are the portal. You are the foothold. You are the access point. That's why, that's why one, one, one man of God says, it appears God does not do anything unless we pray. It's because prayer is you giving permission to God to operate. Otherwise, he'll just be looking at you. Peter was drowning in the presence of Jesus until he said, help me. Then Jesus stretched his hand. That teaches you something. The Bible says, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. No, wasn't God seeing. He was waiting for you to pray. Yeah. Why did he say that, ask and it shall be given? Is it that he doesn't know your needs? He knows. But he says, ask and it shall be given. So you have to learn to talk, to engage God. Can you imagine? David and these men cried, the Bible says, at, at Ziklag. They cried because they took away their sons and daughters and wives. They cried. The Bible says, until they had no more strength left in them. Can you imagine? Men crying until they stopped crying. Have you ever laughed so much? Your ribs hurt. You don't want to laugh anymore because if you laugh, it will hurt. You're just like, ah, ah, don't make me laugh again. <laughs> but some of you have never cried like that before. Where you don't want to cry because <laughs> you, you, maybe as a child, they never beat you enough. <laughs> some of us, our parents beat us. We thought, isn't, isn't your name Beatrice, daddy? You're like... <laughs> So some of us understand what it means when the Bible says, carry your cross. Because our parents would tell us, we left your wembe when we were in the Hold yourself, say, I'll take care of my body. You have to, you have to learn. You have to learn to pray so God will engage in your situation. You have to take care of your body. It's very important. It's very important. Learn to eat. You can't beans, eggs, meat. Utun tubasi. Please, allow me. This is part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
No apostle. No matter how powerful was after they died, they came back in their spirit to preach. You can't serve God. I remember one time we went to a certain clinic. I will not say the name. I was with my wife. And uh, the person who was training, it was antenatal. So the person who was training us, that's how we changed that clinic. It's like people who volunteer came. So they are just from the surrounding areas. So, and now my ninja is bad. So maybe I'll just say it the way I understood it because you overlap, but I'll, <laughs> I'll say it in English. I said in Nyanja. Yes. No. So she was advising my wife on what to be eating. And she was like, no. Uh, you should be eating. I know. <laughs> Focus. You should, be, you should be eating. You should be eating. But this one I remember. Balance that. <laughs> then she, she said, she had a chat. <laughs> she had a chat of the balance diet. And, <laughs> not to you say, ah, too fanta. <laughs> Have a habit. I have that habit. I'll just sit down. I'll get a, a cup of water. I'll just be drinking and drinking. In diet, we all fall short. But watch it because you need your body. You need your body. Hallelujah. So that's one way to live long to take care of your body. Mm hmm. After you fasted and prayed, you make sure, especially if it was a long period of time. Like, for example, every May, every May for me, I fast a month toward my, my birthday. So I fast for a month. So when May begins, I'm in, in a very prayer mode. I was not going to tell my wife because she likes joining me. She just find, I'm not eating. Ah, I'm busy. Then she just finds two days later. Oh, I've been on a one-month fast. And she's like, you didn't tell me. I'm like, then I'm like, oh, Then she has already eaten. Then I'm like, ah, just, just continue. Don't worry, I'll be praying for you. <laughs> One month. Even the diet changes. How you break changes. You fast from 24 hours. You're, you're breaking up to 18 hours. You're in prayer. You just, you just don't get fina and cane. To tango pina. Gum, 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 gum. Ah. Some of you even hide to make sure no one is seen because you're about to do justice <laughs> to that drink. <laughs> As you throw the bottle, it will stare at you, itchy. <laughs> to never forget you. No. At least you break on porridge, the things you buy. Mm. Custard. And afterwards, you can eat something. Avocado. There's a way you break. Not beans and trotters. <laughs> on a long fast. We give you all. You can't eat like everyone else when you're on a long fast. You're and you know when you're fasting, you have cravings. When you, when you have a long fast. But you need to take care of your stomach. 
Are you listening to me? Yes. You take care of a stomach. I never saw these Raymonds. So you just find yourself, you're eating things you never thought you could eat. Suddenly, you know, you've been fasting for like from 24 to 18. That the smell of the maize being sold in the street is just like, you know, it's a sweet smelling fragrance. Fasting, the other things that fasting, fasting exposes you to just how much the flesh desires things. But in fasting, you also learn to possess your vessel. That where you just eat what you can eat. You begin with some warm water. There's a way you break a fast. Okay? Don't squash it. Don't kill the fast. You break it. Take care. The Bible says bodily exercise profits. If you can go ahead and do exercises and go to the gym, if, it, if you've got the time, that's fine. Hallelujah. So, it's one secret. Now, the fifth one that I'm going to introduce to you, the fifth, I think this is one of the most important for me. It's one of those things you need to pay attention to. The fifth Secret to living long. Are you ready? Yes, I'll begin with a story. I'll tell you what happened. On the 27th of March, the 27th of March, there was that worship experience. And on the 28th, we had Love Sunday. So I was serving in the media department with some of the guys here. It took us eight days to set up that stage. You will see the video, some of you who were never there. Eight days to set up that stage. And every day I would go there, you know, because I wanted to learn how to create, how to set up stages of that caliber. So it took us that long, eight days. Imagine setting up a stage for eight days at government complex. And every day they were paying about 8,000 because they were blocking them from other events. So they agreed for that week. And, and, um, I remember on the, on the last day we went, we did everything. It was an amazing meeting. But as we were coming back, now, that day, early in the morning, the Spirit of God began to teach me strongly about this thing called secrets to long life. I didn't understand why. That was in the morning. He started teaching me what I heard in the Spirit, man on assignment. So, he started showing me certain scriptures, consistently showing me certain scriptures. Now, you know when the Holy Spirit sometimes is talking to you, you're like, oh, that's amazing. But there are times when he's forcing the information. There are times you feel like this is too important and you don't know why. And what I did was I began taking notes. I wrote, I wrote down in my, on my phone. I began to take notes. I began to take notes. You know, sometimes there are things that the Spirit of God says, that's why you have a notepad. That's why you need a Bible on your phone. If your phone does not have a Bible, it's useless. I'm not talking about those which can't have Bibles. <laughs> that one is still useful, but if it can and you don't want to put, there is no space, find! Yes. Bad excuse. Mm, there's no space. We've told you you're going to start having discipleship classes. Download Zoom. There's no space, find! <laughs> Anyways, I'm not forcing you, it's just an issue of what you value most. So, 
I was taking notes. And I began writing down a number of things. This is where this was birthed from. And then I remember sitting in the car and I began declaring over my life. I will not die, I will live and declare the works of the Lord. I began to declare over my life. I'm preserved in the name of Jesus. I'm a man on an assignment. Then after I was done, I asked the Holy Spirit, now why are you telling me these things? <laughs> Am I in danger? <laughs> I remember having that conversation with him, but he was quiet. And when I, when I began to confess those things, I can tell you, I felt a blanket of preservation come over me. I could feel something in the spirit is happening. So I said, okay, thank you, Lord. That's amazing. When we, when we continued uh, serving and doing things that we were doing, we drove back. When we were driving back, we dropped off some people. I remember we dropped off Komaki, Deacon Komaki and Deacon Carlos. And then, as we were driving back, I remember I told Job and with another, another friend of mine, let's use this direction. Oh, no, let's just use this one. So, <laughs> so they both won, and that's how we turned. You remember that day? Uh, no, this, uh, uh, no, okay. So I said, okay, <laughs> I'm not blaming them. So we went that direction. As we went that direction, suddenly we, were just, we saw a hump. We were about to go over the hump, so he slowed down. He was on driving. We just heard, bah! A drunk man was behind us. We were all traumatized. Him, I don't know how much he hit the car. So Job suddenly just sped off because he was going to drag us into the furrow, into the drainage. So he just sped off. And then, if some of you have seen my car, it's damaged behind. We're dealing with insurance, about to fix it. And remember, we are, we are all believers in the car. We shouted, Jesus! <laughs> you, have to, you have to learn to shout some things. Because in trouble, we go, then kese. <laughs> Someone has overlapped. So, you know, I remember Job was like traumatized for two days. Every time he would be driving, he would be like looking behind. <laughs> My, the other guy, uh, he's, he's a good brother of mine. He's, he's actually a minister of the gospel. His back was paining. Eh? He's like, my back is paining. You know? And the man was drunk. He came out, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he's a body like this. He's like probably in his mid-50s. Ah, uh, I don't know what. Like, he was just drunk. He wasn't making sense. Ah, oh, sorry. But I've got, uh, like, his car was so damaged in front, and they had to call a towing car to come remove it. It was so damaged, it couldn't even move. They had to pull it. No? And he was just cursing. Just cursing. I remember they gave us a quotation, like, okay, to remove this and do it, it was going to cost like 27000 in one of the garages. And, uh, no, the insurance company would do it. And, um, but I remember the man, he was like, ah, let's go, let's go. I got 800 cuts, I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> this thing will cost thousands, and you want to go, ah, I've got money, me. I've got money. <laughs> I 
is going on? You know, but it was a very bad experience. And in that moment, I realized I'm not. I'm not. I don't have any. I don't have any issues. I don't have any trauma. Trauma going on. I was just like at peace. I felt just fine. And then the Holy Spirit told me, remember what I was teaching you earlier during the day? Are you seeing that? Remember what I was teaching you earlier in the day? It's like the the Lord saw my future and he said, okay, I have to put this on him and I have to teach him this. And I made certain confessions. But I didn't even know. In the day I was asking God, why are you teaching me these things? You will not always have talking like revelations, but sometimes just after you've prayed, spend time declaring over your life, I will live long. Because you're building your shield of faith by the words you're forming. I refuse to be sick. My body is healthy. I refuse to be weak. I'm always strong. I'm always a guy that does not get sick. You are a man on an assignment. Hallelujah. So, the other thing, I'll teach you some things that God was teaching me. The other thing, to a long life is to be a man on an assignment. And I'm going to show you through the scripture how men on assignment. So, you see, let me tell you something. Somebody say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Purpose and assignment, write this down. You know, the things I'm going to teach you are very important for your life. Like if you've forgotten things I've taught you before, this one never forget. Purpose and assignment are arguments for preservation and length of life. Purpose and assignment are arguments for preservation and length of life. <laughs> when we come next week, I'm going to explain this in detail. Hmm? I'm going to explain this in detail. We are done. So I want us to stand. Praise the Lord. <laughs>